Hey everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to It Takes Two, the podcast where two people take two movies with the same plot or premise and watch and discuss them. <laughs> and in this episode, um, we watched uh, some, some, some movies about some brothers... Some Mario Brothers. (laughs) Some Super Mario Brothers. A lot of Mario Brothers. It was a lot of Mario Brothers. So many Mario Brothers. Too many, some would say. Me being that somebody. Yep. So we watched the uh, 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. And we watched the 2023 The Super Mario Brothers movie. Yep. So, uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Um, yeah, so the, uh, there's a lot of... I thought that... Um, because I've seen the 93 Super Mario Brothers uh, like a long time ago and had vague memories of it having nothing to do with Super Mario Brothers, which is pretty accurate. Um, so I was kind of expecting there to not be much to compare between these two, but there's actually a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um... The 93 movie has very little to do with anything. And in my opinion, the 2023 one had too much to do with it. And yet they still follow, like, relatively similar plot lines? Yeah. um, Except that Princess Peach doesn't appear in the 93 one. It's Princess Daisy. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't think I've played enough games to know if those storylines I don't think it was a meteor that like caused a different (laughs) dimension but like Paper Mario is a weird game I will say that um, Shigeru Miyamoto I've just like said his name out in the hope that I've just I don't remember his name because I'm not as big into Nintendo as other people pretty sure that's his name um, <laughs> I will be immediately corrected if someone listens to it and it's, and it's wrong. But, um, he, he says that his regret with the 93 movie is that it's too much about the game. What? So, <laughs> he thought it was focusing too much on trying to be like the game so it couldn't be an enjoyable movie. Um, but like... Neither of these movies were enjoyable. <laughs> But the, um, like, going through the IODB trivia for for the 1993 movie, it's like, not 50% of it, at least, is about all the different rewrites that happened. And, like, it was originally, the original script was the same plot as Rain Man, which would have been fun for us, because we could have compared it to Rain Man. Um, but, like, how... <laughs> how, was, how did they write a Super Mario Brothers movie that was it? Rain Man. Um, so yeah, so there's some, there's been a whole lot of rewrites to it. So I think it's like, it feels like a little bit of a Frankenstein's monster of a movie. And that's probably why. Also, it seems like no one enjoyed making it. Literally no one involved with it enjoyed the process of, of making it. There's, I'm so exacerbated. Like... In my opinion, which is why we have a podcast, because I like expressing said opinion, mm-hmm. both of these movies sort of, like video game adaptions in the beginning are always terrible. Movies that are made from games and games that are made from movies are usually garbage. Like, because, you know, if you're playing a game based on a movie, you already saw the movie. So why do you need a video game about it? Mm. But it works the other way around. It's like, if I played a video game, why do I... Like, the only thing that sort of stands out in my mind within the current zeitgeist of me being wrong about that is The Last of Us yeah, TV show. Yeah, I was going to say The Last of Us was pretty darn good. Yeah. But, I mean, did you... Because you're into The Walking Dead games. I've never yeah, watched The t- Walking Dead shows at any... No. I've heard that it's very popular, so yeah. I thought it was... The Walking Dead TV show is interesting because um, they used the comics mm-hmm. to basically make a framework for the show. 
but they didn't follow them as accurately as like they could have. It wasn't like just a like a screen for screen. Some of it is, some of it isn't. They changed stuff to make it a little bit better. Um, they toned down some of the ultraviolence, which is ironic because like the show is quite so like quite visceral anyway. Um, and I'm not sure because I haven't read enough of the comic to know if the games are similar enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I think there are there are parts maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure. But that's that's Telltale. Mm -hmm. Like they make things based on other properties. It's not like a not like a standout thing. Right. Like there's the Game of Thrones one, there's the Batman one, there's the Borderlands one. Like they don't they don't come up with their own IPs, they just like make a game around an existing IP. Right. And have their own unique for those who don't know it's a very um very uh your decision shapes everything style of game. So if you like back one dude up Versus another dude when they're having an argument. They'll both remember it. It always pops up in the corner of the screen. It always cracks me up. Yeah, it's a real kind of like decision tree, like build your own adventure kind of yeah. thing. It's, so it's very story-based. Um, if you play games like Life is Strange, that's very similar yeah. style as well, where it's, you know, you're just making decisions throughout the game and those change the path that you're on, which is just life. It's yeah. life as yeah. a video game. Um, you don't normally in life get a, a message at the top of your screen being like, Kenny will remember that. Yeah, yeah. But you know he will. Yeah. <laughs> but I do it. I do it all the time. And people say stuff and I'm just like, Nick will remember that. <laughs> Nick will remember that. Um, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I and, this is, is going to be a controversial opinion right now. So brace Shocking. yourself, folks folks <laughs> mean to me um i think the 93 one was better and it's terrible it's so funny because like when we before we watched it i i joked that it was going to be the better one and, and you were like have you seen this movie before yeah. And I was like, yeah so i think it's very funny that you've come out of it having decided that yes it was better it's but not um, it's not the fact that i like i like the 2023 one but like if we weren't covering it for this podcast, I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched um, it either. And I could quite happily not have seen that. Like, it hasn't added anything to my life, having seen it. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I mean, I know the big controversy is, around, well, one of, is around the voice acting in this movie. Um, in that they've replaced, you know, these are characters who are animated normally, so they already have existing voice actors and yeah. they replaced them all with um with big name stars uh chris pratt and charlie day as as mario and luigi are just playing chris pratt and charlie day there's like for about 25 percent of the movie chris pratt is trying to do a brooklyn accent and the rest of it he's just doing normal chris pratt voice yeah which makes no sense to me it's like pick one or the other dude if you can't do the brooklyn accent don't even try to do it yeah and if you're going to try to do a Brooklyn, Brooklyn accent, at least maintain it for the rest of the movie. Like, how do they not catch that? I don't know. Charlie Day just is just talking. He's just talking as himself. Yeah. But there are voice actors in that who are primarily live-action film stars who I was like, yes, we can keep hiring them as voice actors. One of which we've talked about before on our Pinocchio episode, which is Keegan-Michael Key. Yes. Who is fantastic. He's the only person, I think he was literally the only person there who I had to look up because I was like, I don't recognize who's doing that voice. Whereas most of the main cast, you just recognize their voices as, as actors that you know from other things. Yeah. And the other one, Jack Black. He's great. <laughs> I knew it was Jack Black, but like... Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> what well, a he really, like, he's, he's just very passionate about video games and things, but he also, like, he does voice acting in video games. Yeah. And he does voice acting, you know, in other things, and um, it's, you know, the age-old story of voice acting where, like, some people, big names go into it, and they're like, okay, well, I just do, I just act, like, normal. Whereas other people do, like, full, 
like, yes, I'm committed to this voice acting. Um, like, Tim Curry is a fantastic example yeah. of someone who's, like, a big-name star, but, like, fantastic voice actor. Um, and not always doing Tim Curry voice, sometimes recognizable, sometimes not. Yeah. Like, I feel like people who don't know it already would be surprised to know he was Nigel Thornberry for years. <laughs> yeah, Seth Rogen for... Donkey Kong? ...voice acting is just, why? Why is he doing, like, why did you go... I, like, oh, I know who. The most recognisable voice. We'll put that as a character. Yeah, it's like, I enjoy him in the Kung Fu Panda movies, but even then it's, like, very distinctly Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, so that's Jack Black again. Yeah, but Jack Black is great in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. He's giving it as all, you know? He's like, he's... That, I feel like Jack Black was just given free reign to do whatever acting he wants to do. He's just a passionate little guy. Um, Keegan-Michael Key was... Oh, he plays Toad, for people who've seen the movie and and heard this, and went, Keegan-Michael Key... Yeah. Oh my god, his name is... I keep, like, tripping on his name, because it's long and there's lots of K's and G's in it. Um, Keegan-Michael Key... Uh, if you were, yeah, so if you were listening to this and were wondering where he appears in the movie, he plays Toad, and he does a great job. What was the other, oh, it was, um, the Pinocchio yeah. who played, um, Honest John. Yeah, and was, like, the star of the show, because everybody yeah. else was just He was the weird. only person giving any percent in that. Yeah. And he was giving 100%. Yeah. When everyone else was giving 0%. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think there was no... I mean, if you were going to cast, you know, a live-action actor to play Mario or Luigi, I don't understand why those were the choices. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you could say the same thing about the the other live-action movie, the actual live-action movie from 93. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way... Bob Hoskins and... John Leguizamo. ...are brothers at all. <laughs> also, it doesn't... Like, is it implied that Luigi's adopted in that movie? Because he says that he doesn't know who his parents were. And that Mario raised him. See, like... So, does that mean that... <laughs> I genuinely... He, is it just a weird way of saying he never met his parents? Or does he not know who they are and he was abandoned as a child and Mario raised him? I don't know. It's never explained. It's like a throwaway line. There's a lot of stuff that's never explained in that movie. Yeah. Apparently, there's more explained than there was when they originally put it in front of test audiences because test audience had no idea what the hell was going on, which is why they did that animated sequence at the beginning about explaining about the dinosaur meteor because that wasn't in it originally. It just started with the like woman delivering the egg to the convent with no explanation. <laughs> so you're telling me in the 90s no that's bullshit I was really into dinosaurs I knew about the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs when I was a little kid yeah but the like I think they wanted to explain why there was a parallel universe because there's no explanation for it otherwise there's just like oh. they, she just shows up there's just a woman shows up with an egg at a convent as you do and then like goes goes to eggs. the sewer and is and then it's confronted by Dennis Hopper and then it's twenty years later. So, <laughs> Catholicism aside, right? Just just for those people who follow Catholicism, if you were a nun and you received received a child via egg, yeah, pretty sure the Pope would find out about that. <laughs> just be like, hey, we found this child. This child was abandoned. Came out of an egg. There are three nuns who say that all the same thing happened. They'd be just like, hmm. I don't remember this being in, uh, uh, I was going to say reservations, but that's not the right, um, what's the last book of the Bible? Christ. It's not called reservations. Yeah, it's not reservations. <laughs> reservations for 8 billion of the apocalypse. Um, uh, 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 why can't I think of it? Re- revelations. Oh, yeah, Revelations. Book of Revelations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's some that's some observations. You, it it's, it reminds me of the Galaxy Quest of like how the CAA would have turned up and just been yeah, like, yeah. "How do you have a spaceship?" Yeah, like, I don't understand why she's like twenty twenty years later. She's just like out there being a like a paleontologist college student yeah, or whatever, locked in the basement of the Vatican. Like they w- surely they would have assumed she was a demon. 
Yeah. It was just a baby and an egg left on the at the. Convent. With a crystal, and we all know. And they who... so they opened the 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 casket or whatever, which is like a weird sci-fi thing to begin with, and an yeah. egg is in it, and the egg hatches, and there's a baby. And they'd be like, oh, surely they'd be like, this is some devil shit. Wait, if this movie came out in '93. Yeah. And I know it has this like twenty years ago and then present day thing, which is a terrible. Because so you're saying this is in the seventies that this happened. So yeah, you've got a seventies, like like even doing like testing on the metal, the egg would have like there are so many unanswered questions about that. It's absolutely bizarre. And she doesn't know about it. So obviously they yeah. never told her she came from an egg. Because she's like, oh, I never knew my parents. I was abandoned at a, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. And she just mentions this casually on their first date as well, which I think is the funniest thing. That she's just like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was abandoned. And they're like, when you were what? Oh, no, when I was found. And, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I was abandoned. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great first date. Hi, my name's Princess Peach, and I was abandoned. Princess Gr- Daisy. Oh, yeah, one. sorry. Yeah, Daisy. Because oh, Mario, Mario already has a love interest. Yeah. Daniela. It, the thing that I was thinking about that at the time was just, like, I'm pretty sure Crash Bandicoot had, like, a human girlfriend in those games. I thought he had a... I thought he was... Was it not... What's her name? Candy? Is that her name? I don't remember. I thought it was another Bandicoot. Oh no! Sorry, no. She's like a like a human sized bandicoot. The person I was thinking of was Sonic has a human girlfriend at oh, this point. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Which is why the furry community really likes Sonic. Um, oh, Tawna Bandicoot. Why do I think her name was Candy? Tawna look, Bandicoot. She looks like a human. Bandic- She's clearly a furry. Yeah. We're just Google imaging, searching at this now. Um, <laughs> We're just looking at Crash Bandicoot. Oh, listen what she looks like now. Oh, she looks. Oh, she's gone like bisexual punk. Actually, she's wearing the pan colors, so she's pansexual punk. Tawn a Bandicoot. I want to play Crash Bandicoot four now. She looks very cool. I think I've got it. If you want to play it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back on the subject we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about. It. Um. Yeah, the 93 movie is interestingly weird because... Shit's great. The, the... There was a long run, and I, I was a big fan of some of them, of like this dystopian future, but it's supposed to be a parallel universe. And there's little things in, in their universe, in the, in the uh, Mushroom Kingdom universe, that make a hell of a lot of sense. Like, what kind of cars are they all driving, Lisa? Sorry, I got distracted looking up Crash Bandicoot's Yeah, can you get off, can you get also, off Roll 34 for No, because there's also Coco. No, you won't get off Roll. Coco Bandicoot was the one I was thinking of when I said Candy, who I think might be Crash's sister? Yeah, yeah. Crash is, is her brother. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, what kind of cars are they driving? In which movie? In the 93 one. I have no idea. I don't know anything about cars. They were electric. Oh yeah, in the in the alternate universe. Yeah. Why were they electric? They were all running like trams. It's and they, there's no such thing as water, and also because the dinosaurs didn't die, so there's no fossil fuel. Correct. I like that. That's good world building. Why the cars shot out sparks from them like they were those really dangerous toys that I had in the early 90s I don't know well because they're not on they don't look like they're on rails so it must be they must be getting like static electricity from somewhere yeah they so look like trams like, yeah but yeah but they look like trams except they don't look like there's actually they're actually touching any wire yeah so it must be they must be running on some kind of static electricity which doesn't make much sense but I guess that's why there's like sparks and things yeah but I like the idea of 90s cars having evolved without fossil fuels ever being invented because there's no fossils yeah surely there's still fossils right well no but there would there would just be like really old dead dinosaurs yeah but let's they're not immortal yeah but maybe the dinosaurs feel bad and don't oh yeah yeah true because i mean saudi arabian dinosaurs in fairness we don't like use ancient human remains to make 
things. Yeah, yeah, that will be. Well, not anymore. We don't. Because people used to make them into instruments and things. Oh, yeah, no, but we don't use them to fuel our cars. Yeah, because there's not enough of us. True. There were a lot of dinosaurs. Yeah. But if they are, if they, that's because they all died at once. Yeah, nine out of ten paleontologists <laughs> will tell you there were actually too many dinosaurs. Would Daisy tell me that? Because she's some kind of archaeological. Yeah, that was also weird. It was also weird because. What are the odds that you hatch out of a dinosaur egg, don't know about it, and then grow up to become a paleontologist? Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. If her dad's a mushroom, why is she an egg? Because her dad <laughs> wasn't a mushroom. <laughs> her dad. Was devolved into a fungus. Yeah, he was a fun well, guy. I assume her mom was a dinosaur lady, because that lady who dropped her off must have laid that egg. Which I her poor, poor color waker. Yeah, I was watching her, and I was like, "This woman obviously laid that egg, and that's messed up." And then later on, you see another woman pushing an egg in a cart, and he's like, "Don't touch my baby." So, um, it, obviously that's part of their world building is that these women lay these enormous eggs. Here's another thing, because I really like, like, the concept of evolution when it comes to other species other than our pre-ancestors of some ape-like being. Mm-hmm. Um, if dinosaurs, first off, more and more research, obviously this information wasn't available in 93, I understand. But more and more dinosaurs have been revealed to have feathers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Also, humans evolved the way we are. Yeah, we didn't evolve from chimpanzees. Is that what you're going to say? No, no, no. What I'm getting at is we stand upright and our only weapon that we have is tool making. Mm-hmm. Why would what? you de-evolve from like a T-Rex... Into, like, a guy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, because also, like, you see Dennis Hopper as Ken Koopa eventually, like, start showing that he's just in disguise as a human. Yeah. And can, like, transform at will back into a lizard man. Um, and, like, why, if they live in a world where humans don't exist, why have do they all look like humans? Probably budget reasons, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Apparently, he originally was only supposed to appear looking like Dennis Hopper for two scenes, and then he was supposed to appear in his, in his, in his Koopa form for the rest of the movie. So I don't know why they changed that. Do you know who his character reminded me of? Uh, was it Donald Trump? It was Donald Trump. Because that's what I thought. I wrote that as a note at one point. I, actually, I think what I said was, do, did Donald Trump base his entire personality on Dennis Hopper's portrayal of King Koopa? No. Uh, from what I've heard, um, Donald Trump is a massive Adderall addict. Right. Which causes like all the weird things that he does because he's actually on drugs. That feels like an excuse for someone yeah, for someone who's just a shitty person. Because there's lots of people who take Adderall and are not Donald Trump. Yeah. Um yeah, King Koopa is in in the ninety three movie is very Donald Trump. Yeah. Like frighteningly Donald Trump. Like, like even the like pushing Daisy up against the wall and trying to like slide his lizard tongue at her. Yeah. Because I assume Donald Trump has one of those. <laughs> Um, All right, every everybody that's in control of the world is a lizard person. No, that that is it. That comes from anti-Semitic roots. So yes, it does. So I we don't say that, and I don't agree with that. I just think that Donald Trump in particular is a lizard. Satanic, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, comparing these movies. Haven't we been? <laughs> We've have just we been, been ranting about the '93 movie, I think. Um, so these are both movies about the Mario brothers, Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Who have a independent plumbing business that's not going very well, and they meet. Oh well, they do it in different orders, but um, in connection with a portal to another alternate dimension they meet a princess who was abandoned in an alternate dimension as a baby um because you have daisy and then you peach and the other one is 
appeared in in the Lushan Kingdom as a baby, and then they decided to make her their princess for some reason, as the only human in the in the universe in their world or whatever. Um, so they both try to stop like a weird leak from happening by to save they both want to save Brooklyn or whatever by stopping this weird leak from happening and go into the sewers of Brooklyn and in both of them Mario has a weird super knowledge of pipes in in the Brooklyn sewers and then somehow in both of them they end up going through a portal in a pipe in the Brooklyn sewers and ending up in an alternate universe and then in both of them Bowser slash King Koopa who's the same person they just they call him a different name in both movies, but he goes by both those names in video games. Um, kidnaps one of the three of them. So in the 93 movie, obviously it's Daisy, and in the 2023 movie, it's Luigi. Um, and then the other two are trying to get to that person and save them. I don't know. I can't remember. There's like more comparisons, but my brain is running out of, of fuel right now. Um... <laughs> It's just that they're just, they are the same movie, even though they're they're very different. Yeah. Uh, Toad helps in both of them. Toad gets de-evolved into a... Yeah, Toad gets de-evolved into a Koopa. And, oh, no, into a Goomba. Is it, are they supposed to be Goombas or Koopas? I don't even remember. No, they're supposed to be Goombas. It doesn't make any sense because it looks absolutely nothing like a Goomba. Yeah. Or a uh, Koopa. Yeah, it looks nothing like anything. Yeah, they just... They... It looks like... Do you know what it looks like? It's just struck me. It looks like... Pistachio Disguisey disguised <laughs> as a turtle man. <laughs> Which brings me to... A meme that we have made about ourselves that I'm going to have to post again. Oh no. Which is... That we've had zero episodes that talk about 9-11. Oh my god. <laughs> Why does 9-11 happen in every single movie we watch? <laughs> And the reason that reminded me of it is because that I know for a fact that that turtle scene was shot the day 9-11 happened. And, like, it, it was shot on September 11th, 2001. The turtle scene in Master of Disguise. Um, but yeah, in the... Oh yeah, because that's another thing that happens in both of them. Is In both movies, um, something goes wrong and the universes merge. Yeah, and in the 93 one, it causes the destruction of the Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. So they merge, the two Those versions of the Brooklyn's merge and the Twin Towers get destroyed. Again. The, the thing is, is that, like, you know, they, they just hit, I don't understand. Were they always just under attack? Or was it just like... The Twin Towers? Yeah. I don't think so. Was I don't understand why they keep... So it's like who's who's involved in this conspiracy now? Snake Plissken, Kermit yeah. the Frog, yeah. Koopa. Yeah. They're all involved in this. They've all together. Windows flight simulator. Everyone wants to destroy the Twin Towers before yeah. two thousand one. Maybe maybe this is it. Maybe okay, and we're like watching these movies and going, "Oh, that's a plan." Destroy that. I think they just they were just very prominent. Very prominent buildings. Yeah. Um. I think the people who I think we talked about this before the people who handled it the worst was friends, but yes, because um, yeah. <laughs> they did not mention it at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, a show set in New York. Yeah. Very like You know, they they discuss their location quite a lot. Yeah. Um, it the takes... B roll had the twin towers in it, and then the B roll after that season after two thousand one didn't have the yeah, twin towers. Yeah, and it's in it. never mentioned. Yeah. It's because they're all so self centered; they didn't even notice it happened. Yeah. Because I remember because it's the the college humor thing was it? Was no, it was? Uh, um, cracked after hours. Oh, cracked! Yeah, cracked after hours that you showed me, and like they bring up the point the fact that like Joey. Wears like a New York fire department yeah. shirt at one point, and it's like, did he actually ever volunteer for it? And if so, like, or was he it, there? Like, I, I'm assuming it was a production company just being like, oh, let's just throw out like a little like, thank you for your service thing. But in canon, he would have just seen a bunch of dudes wearing that shirt and thought they were popular and just went and bought one mm. without knowing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. So, so. King Koopa, a.k.a. Dennis Hopper, was also involved in the destruction of 9-11. Yeah, from another dimension. <laughs> another dimension, yeah. You've watched Fringe, eh? Fringe, yeah. Yeah, they're still standing in the Fringe universe. Because mm. they're originally, no. And they also confused. have blimps. 
Yeah, they had blimps, which also means the Hindenburg disaster didn't happen. Yep. Does it mean Hitler got into art school? It's all very confusing. No. There's also blimps in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is used as like a very funny thing that like only the super wealthy people use them, and it makes their travel way slower than it needs to be, but it's just showing off the fact that they own a blimp. It's... Because that, that universe makes no sense to me, the Kimmy Schmidt universe. <laughs> it's like a bizarro alternate so you're saying reality. that the Kimmy Schmidt universe is the same as the Fringe universe? Possibly. Interesting. Those, they're also in New York, and we never see the Twin Towers, so maybe it's not. Are they in New York? Yeah. Or are they in Gotham? No. Which is really New Jersey. No. Okay. <laughs> um, moving on from that tangent, mm. the setting of both these movies, like obviously the 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 recent Mario Brother, um, is very much set in the universe of the games. Yeah. But the ninety three one, if you haven't seen it, is. The closest I could say would be like an industrialized uh, dystopian, but it's not like Blade Runner. It reminds it was des- me of. Designed by the same person who designed Blade Runner. Movie, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of 12 Monkeys. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. With the whole like people being stuck in cages yeah. and just cube cages as prisons. Mm. It, I mean, it was very... Maybe it's just because we watched it recently, but it was very Escape from New York as yeah. well, really. These, like, weird subcultures and things. It's just bizarre, because... Like... My argument of why the new one isn't good is the same argument of why everybody said the old one wasn't good, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. And because it's just it's just trying to make references the whole time. Yeah. So like every and we knew that going into it though I think that it was gonna be a bit like that. It's because there's so many games they obviously try to make reference to like literally all of everything. Them. Literally so everything. So every second of the movie basically is a reference to something. Yeah. They um, go from making references to the original games with the flag, the. You're, the princess is in a different castle. Mm-hmm. Um, Smash Bros, which is the fighting game. Mario, Mario Kart, Kart. A lot of Mario Rainbow Kart Road. Obviously Donkey Kong. And the original Jumpman is yeah. referenced quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just... There's, it's, there's a lot. I think they reference like Mario Galaxy and stuff. And, yeah, um, yeah. You pointed out that they referenced kind of Mario Party with the their like tutorial level that they do is is a little bit Mario Party and yeah. ways to get around these these things. It's just they they cram so many references about the thing that the movie was about into the movie that it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like an ad. Yeah, it just it's just feels like they're trying to just be like, hey, look at this, hey, look at this, hey, look at this. It's like a wink and nudge at the audience every 15 seconds. What they needed to be more like, in my opinion, is the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Which, like, you can watch that without knowing anything about Dungeons & Dragons and really enjoy that movie. Yeah, and And it has references in it that people who play D&D will get. Yeah, but not like overladen with them. Yes. They just relied on having a good story and good characters and good yeah. cast. And they just did it well. Whereas this movie it's like, well, we've got to make a nod every two seconds or something or they or they'll lose will lose their attention. And it's like, no, if you took out like fifty fifty percent or more of those references, like it would be a better movie. Yeah. If there wasn't the production team just cramming your throat yeah. The entire time of like, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this. Hey, look, now they're doing the Super Smash Bros. thing. Hey, look, they're like doing this. Hey, you remember this power up? Like, versus the other movie, which is just like, I don't know, shoes that make you jump really high. That yeah. explains how he can jump high. He's got shoes that have CO2 canisters in them. Mm. Yeah, it's bizarre. And you can use them as we- projectile weapons, which doesn't make any sense because wouldn't they punch towards you rather than... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Don't try to make it make sense. 
It makes no sense. Um, I will say one thing that I thought they did well in the, the new movie, um, that was also like referential stuff, was the music. I had didn't even notice. Honestly. Okay, because they had um, they've obviously and I wanted to I I was looking up who did the the arrangements because I thought that would we could shout them out but it's a whole team of people but still shout out to the arrangers on this because they've clearly used the original like Koji Kondo, um, themes but they've like reorchestrated them and rearranged them. Yeah. So that there's bits like like I knew we were gonna get Donkey Kong before we got Donkey Kong. Because, because of Donkey Kong Country music. Yeah, because yeah. they're walking along, and then, but it wasn't like just straight out of Donkey Kong Country. It was, it was incorporated into the score that they were playing. Yeah. There was just like a bit of a theme from Donkey Kong Country, and I was like, oh, I recognize this, and I know what's coming. And I feel like if they'd stuck to things like that, yeah. where like, you know, like that, if someone hadn't played Donkey Kong Country, they wouldn't get that hint from the music. Um, but you know, most of the stuff that they put in there is, like, very blatant and in your face. And yeah. I don't like that. But the music, they did a bunch... There's, like, other examples where they've done that. And there's, you know, even just, like, showing, like, the when they get the star and you get, like, a rearrangement of that Starman music. Yeah. They're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. But it's not just blatantly playing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of musical references. I think the music was done really well. Well orchestrated and well arranged. Um... Fantastic. Uh, and that was what they should have done with all the references. <laughs> is have it be like subtly like in there so that, you know, you might go, oh yeah, I know what this means. Without it being like, and here's this, and here's this, and here's this, and did you notice this, and here's this, and here. Yeah. And it's just like, please stop. And it's like, oh, did you know Jumpman was what Mario was originally called? Oh, he's going to fight Donkey Kong. Oh, look, Donkey Kong's throwing a barrel at him. Yeah. It's just like, I get it. I understand that that's what the game was. You don't have to do this to me. It's tiring. It's just treating your audience like babies. That's what it is. Yeah. It's treating us like we literally can't just watch a movie. It's, there's been some weird decisions recently when it comes to movies. Like... We could have sent a probe to Mars with the cost of the Emoji movie. Mm. Like, well, I mean, probably with the cost of the Super Mario's Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Do you know how much this movie cost? No, but I'm assuming you're going to tell me. Well, uh, what would you guess? What would you guess it cost? Like $500 million. Oh, okay. That's more than what it actually cost. It cost $100 million. Okay. That seems cheap. Really? A hundred million dollars? Seems cheap. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, can you loan me a hundred million dollars? No, I'm wearing fat pants. I don't have my wallet <laughs> on me. Because um, how much did Avatar cost? Uh, I don't remember. I know I had it in Because, like, the whole, the whole, the headline that was running around at the time that Avatar came back, it was just like, if it doesn't make a billion dollars, it's going to take a loss. Oh, and wait, like, so how... the, you went the way of water? Yeah. Like, okay. how, how did... Uh, probably a lot. I mean, in fairness, the Avatar movies were, like, ridiculous. Um, $350 million. The Avatar, The Way of Water. So then this why movie had talking a th- about the fact that they needed to make a billion dollars or the movie wouldn't because make money? Because they probably spent more than that on advertising and shit. No, because that includes advertising. It should do. Well, it, the Avatar movie grossed $2.3 billion. That is way too much money. Yep, and the Super Mario Brothers movie at the moment has grossed $1.2 billion, and it's still in what? cinemas. That's bananas. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't feel... So it has... Um, home in this world anymore. <laughs> I took some notes about the, the, the box office for that movie, for Super Mario Brothers movie, the one that's, that's still in cinemas currently. Um, so apparently it surpassed Frozen 2 as having the highest grossing opening worldwide for an animated film. So it grossed three hundred and seventy-five point six million dollars in its opening weekend. Right. 
Um, it also had the highest grossing opening for a video game adaptation worldwide, which... Um, That's not a hard... Well, the previous record was Detective Pikachu in 2019. I haven't even seen that. It's actually pretty good. You should watch that one. It's enjoyable. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's a that's an enjoyable movie. Better than both the movies we just watched, in my opinion. That's not a hard, <laughs> hard task. True, true. Um, it also achieved the second highest grossing opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada for an animated film ever, uh, behind Incredibles two. Um, but this is a good movie. Yeah, and on April thirteenth, it became the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Uh, the previous record had been Warcraft. In twenty nine, in twenty sixteen. Oh my god, that movie's terrible. And this took only six days, or sorry, nine days to surpass Warcraft's box office to date. Have you seen that movie? No, and I don't want to. Good. I it's it was Duncan Jones's way to make money to make the movies he actually wanted to make, which is why we got Mute. And I do enjoy Mute, but it's a weird movie and it's not as good as Moon, but it's still pretty decent. Warcraft was a bad movie. Um, yeah, I think he knows that. <laughs> he needed the paycheck <laughs> to make the movies he actually cares about. Yeah, those are the same thing that Vin Diesel used to do, but now, like, apparently the studio has ordered... This is all rumour and conjecture at this point in time, but apparently the the last Fast and the Furious movie was going to be a, uh, a... have a sequel, like a two-parter. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's so amazing that it's going to be a trilogy. Okay. How do you have a trilogy... In the middle of in the, in the already end, series? The end of 12 movies, <laughs> how do you have a trilogy? To make it 15 movies. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> make me a riddick, Vin. I know you're listening. I know you, you're a If Vin Diesel is listening, that's shocking. Make, oh. Finish the riddick. Also on, on the topic of, of the music in the movie, um, I'd say 100% if the Super, Super Mario Brothers movie that came out this year had come out in like 2004, 2005, I would 100% own that soundtrack and have it on my, my uh, CD Walkman. It was like, there's some good, like just like actual music that they inserted into it as well. Did you still have a Walkman in 2005? I still had a CD Walkman in 2008, and I listened to exclusively Smash Mouth on it at that point in my life. And that's who I am. I feel sad. (laughs) Why? Because I'm pretty sure I had, like, one of the original iPods before that. Oh, nice. I never had an iPod. Oh, I I at one point had... What's the what was the little one that you could own? Was it shuffle? Shuffle. Yeah. The one that just had like three buttons on it. Yeah, you couldn't like actually control what you were listening to. Yeah. I did have that at one point. I think it was shared in the house. I don't remember. I got shared a... shuffle. Yeah. They would have. I know your family's music taste. It would have been a weird <laughs> playlist. Um. They would be like. I did. End I of got year. a. I had a creative zoom. Is that what it was called? Zoom. No, I don't remember. Zune? No, it wasn't a Zune. Creative was a company. I think it was oh, called okay. a Creative Zune. So it was even boot. It was a bootleg Zune. No, <laughs> was it called? Maybe that's not what it's called. Hang on. Because Zune was a competitor to the iPod that failed because it was a Microsoft product. Um. <laughs> what was it called? I don't know. Zen. That's creative true. Zen. That's what it was. So it was a bootleg zone. No, it's like creative. Creative no, technology. Like, what is it? It's just like a music player that takes MP5 files. MP3? M- oh, sorry, MP5 is a submachine gun. MP4. Um, it looked like... Oh, which one of these? This. It looked like this. No, no one at home can see what I'm showing you. Okay, I'll describe it to you folks. <laughs> it is a rectangle. It's grey. It has a neon blue screen. Um, and huge buttons, and is that, oh, it's just negative space. The button layout. I think you could scroll on them, maybe? The, the button layout is in a U shape, or, or an N. It's more of an N than a U. Yeah. And then I got an updated one which looks like this, and I could play movies on it. 
so that was very exciting. I had Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I used to watch it on the bus. So it looks like... Um, <laughs> so if you've got a nice car, but not like a really nice car, it looks like the sat-nav in it. Oh, true, it does look a little bit like a sat-nav. Um, yes, that's what I had MP3 player-wise. And that was late 2000s. Like, I feel like I got this upgraded one in, like, 2010 or something. Jesus. So the, early, so the Zen I probably got in 2008, maybe. It's crazy that our current phones are more powerful than the computers that NASA had when we landed on the moon. Yeah. Which is, I mean, because Jack Black is in this movie, it's relevant. Yeah. And His th- mom did that. You think about how many things a phone's replaced. Yeah. You don't need to take a camera. You've got a fancy camera, but that's because you're a professional photographer. Um, you got a camera, you've got a video recorder, you've got your MP3 player, you've got maps, you've got your phone, you've got email. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But this came out in 2007, but I think I didn't get it until 2010. The other one came out in 2004, but I definitely did not have it when I was 13. Did Ireland get mini disc players? Yeah, probably. Because there were a few countries that didn't get them, New Zealand being one of them. Um, I don't. I had because I had um I had a camera that recorded like a the the first time I got a video camera that was mine. It was it had it recorded to mini discs. Okay. Because I used to make weird little short films for myself. It was like we, we like we would do like practical effects of like people disappearing and stuff, which was just like me filming my brothers, and then like pausing it and then getting out of frame and then me pl- recording again and be like, whoa, they disappeared. We also we all had, we had like a Muppet puppet each, that we used to <laughs> make little shows with. Dear God. We used to make fake ads a lot. Yep. I don't know why that was. Our thing. I think maybe we watched a lot of Monty Python growing up, and that probably influenced... I don't think that was appropriate, honestly. Watching Monty Python growing up? Yeah, that's not exactly aimed at children, or appropriate for children. Um, I don't know. I definitely had seen The Holy Grail as a child. Um, because I remember, like, talking to people about it, like, sleepovers when I was 10 or 11, and they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Because... They hadn't seen Monty Python or the Holy Grail as a child. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought it was... I never felt like it was inappropriate when I was watching it. But we did. My dad had, like, a whole box set of um, Flying Circus on DVD. Right. So it was DVD era that I was watching it. Which started, what, in early 2000s? Late 90s? I can't remember. Late 90s, early 2000s. But yeah, my dad had... Uh, Life of Brian, I think I didn't watch that as a teenager. But I'd definitely seen Holy Grail earlier than that. And a lot of Flying Circus. What meaning of life? I don't remember why I saw Meaning of Life. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a mystery. Um, but we Where? saw Monty Python Live when they did Monty Python Live in, in the UK. Me, me, my dad, and my older brother. We've gone completely the, the off. Tickets, the tickets sold out in three seconds or something. That's ridiculous. We've gone so far <laughs> off. There's how little there is to, like... It's just, these movies don't need to exist. Yeah. Like, either of them. Like, obviously, the new ones made a lot of money, and there'll be people out there being like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's like... Yeah, I don't think it's... I think it's enjoyable, but I think they were trying to shove references down our throats too often. I was literally, like, like right. my eyes were sore by the end of the movie because I spent the entire time rolling them. <laughs> I literally had to take a nap after we finished the movie. Yeah, there was definitely bits. I don't remember. There was, like, moments where they'd say something, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I did like that they had um, the the normal the normal actor, the guy who usually plays Mario and Luigi in the games. Uh, what's his name? Charles Martinet? Martinet? Like I don't that, know how yeah. to pronounce it. I know how it's written. Yeah. Mart- Martinet. Um... Hermie one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he voiced their dad, and also the random, the like guy who's playing Jumpman at the beginning of the the movie, and yeah. then like when they 
save Brooklyn at the end of the movie, both the dad and the guy from the the restaurant both go wahoo. Yeah. And I was like, they just want they just want him to say wahoo as often as possible. And that was the only yeah. thing, by the way, that Chris Pratt ever said that sounded like Mario was, and it must have been like. They were like, well, we need you to sound like Mario sometimes, and that's the only thing you can say that sounds like him, so just say wahoo as often as possible. They just had, like, a whole... They must have just had a whole little B-roll of Chris Pratt going, wahoo! Wahoo! (laughs) I don't know. It was just... This is weird. Mm -hmm. I don't, like... You know... There's this weird trend... And I worry now that, that like, studios are going to start snapping up every single... Like, are we going to have a Crash Bandicoot game? I Listen, movie? if we get a Crash Bandicoot movie, like, I hope it's some, like, weirdo Australian company that makes it and it's ridiculous and fantastic. Because we've had Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And we had Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. And Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Um... Uncharted, which should have been made years ago and had Nathan Fillion playing Nathan mm-hmm. because they actually look similar. I don't know why they went with Marky Mark and Spider-Man. Um, he doesn't even have a moustache. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Uncharted are great games, but like, I don't want to watch them because I could just play the game. Okay. Last of Us, obviously... That stands out as being awesome because it's just well done. I don't know. It's very weird to me. We're at a weird point in... I wouldn't even say time. Just a weird point in what can be marketable. I really hope they don't ever try to make an Undertale movie. I think it's too indie for that. Um, Have you seen the Tomb Raider movies? No. Oh, I've, actually, I, I lie. I have seen the reboot one with um, What's-Her-Face in it. Oh, I, so not, not that, I, I haven't seen that one. Right. I don't know why I saw that one. I literally don't remember why I saw that. Yeah, Lara Croft and the Tomb Raider movies, are, like, games have evolved. But, like, the Lara Croft with... Um, Angelina Jolie. Is very much based on the, the giant Polygon Tits era. Mm-hmm. And not the gritty... Era. Yeah, I don't know if the remake... The remake, I don't think, was gritty, but definitely would have been based off of more recent games than those yeah. ones. She's not doing, like, cartwheels and shooting two guns at the same time? <laughs> not shooting for, tigers? Not She's, it's a little bit more like they want her to be Indiana Jones. But Yeah, okay. Yep. Was she a shooting endangered species with two pistols that never seemed to run out of ammo while doing cartwheels? I don't remember. With a very tight t-shirt. <laughs> she does wear the outfit, but not... I with, don't know. With the shorts? A real, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. This is weird. Mm-hmm. This is weird to me. Everything's weird to me now. Yep. Because you're an old man. I am an old man. Mm-hmm. That concerns me. Concerns you that you're old? It concerns me that the thing that I was teased about at high school and intermediate um, is now so popular that they just constantly produce billion dollar earning movies. <laughs> like, because yep. you were a Nintendo household. Mm-hmm. I was a um, Sega household. Yeah, because no, I I liked RPGs and they were all on Sega. We I think we were more PlayStation and PC household. Oh right. But we did when I was like the first console I had was a Super Nintendo. Right. And um, that was me and Finbar had the Super Nintendo, and then by the time well Connor played some games on Super Nintendo, as like player two to one of us, but by, savage. Yeah, but by the time they were doing like games by themselves it was like all playstation ps1 right which is why connor is the one of the three of us who is super into kingdom hearts and has kingdom hearts tattoos makes sense um yeah so but yeah so after ps1 i think maybe because myself and finbar both leaned more towards the pc gaming um 
because Finbar played a lot of like Thief and Mafia and those kind of games. I, as you know, was super into point and click adventures, and then The Sims was a big thing for me for a long time. Yeah. So we would be PC gaming. So the only consoles being bought were being bought because Connor wanted to play consoles and Connor wanted to play PlayStation consoles. So I think Connor has had I don't know if they got if they've got PS five, but I think every other generation of PlayStation. Right. Um. Through over the years. Yeah, because the only one I missed was two. Yeah, but well, we definitely had we had the original PlayStation, PlayStation Two, and PS Three, all in our house, like that our parents bought, and then PS Four. I think Connor and Stephen bought for themselves. I think. Right. Um, and I don't know if they've got PS Five. If they listen to this episode, they can tell us. Yeah, I need to play more VR. Um, <laughs> it's just it's bizarre. Hmm. It's really weird. It's really weird if you look back on it and you think of a time where these movies used to flop super hard. Yeah. <clears throat> and... And, I mean, Nintendo didn't make any movies for a very long time because they made... The first one they made was Super Mario Bros. Yeah. In 1983, and it was a terrible film. Yeah. And well, then, no, it's not. Yeah, no, but, like... In comparison, it's Yeah, not. yeah. But at the time, it was a huge flop. Yeah. So they didn't... Make another one. I think I don't think they made another one until Detective Pikachu. Is that right? I'm not sure. I don't think Nintendo made another video game movie until Detective Pikachu. Um, and then that one was pretty successful, and obviously this one is even more successful. Yeah. The question is, will they go on and do a Zelda game, or a Zelda movie? I mean. I don't think you could because every game is in a self-contained like. What would you do like? Yeah, but so are the Mario ones, kind of. Yeah, but you can get the pre- like you can just take them and put the premise in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a huge difference between Ocarina of Time and um, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they're gonna make a movie, it'll be Breath of the Wild related. Yeah. But that remains to be seen. So it'll be a 90, two hour long movie <laughs> and about 30 minutes of it would be watching Link fail to climb the side of something. <laughs> but because the if, player is too stubborn not to go, to go if around. If they did that in the style of the Honor Among Thieves movie, yeah, like made it, you know, that's, you know, they do like a story based the, Legend of Zelda game or Legend of Zelda movie but like the references that they throw in are like the things that frustrate players rather than like like oh and you see this and here's you see this. A, here's a problem isn't Link a silent protagonist? yes I believe so so they won't work for a movie because you get diehard fans being like no Link doesn't say things or you just don't have him say anything in the movie but the, it's mainly about him alone smashing things in in the wilderness. Oh, he goes, goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he in a movie where it's just the only sound, the only like voice in it is just Link going, ha, ha. Have they made a Spyro movie yet? That's PlayStation, so don't really do that. I'd watch a spiral movie. Get Elijah Wood back in it? Come on. What would the premise be? I don't care. It's a dragon. He's saving the baby dragons. Is that not what he does in like most of the games? He remember. just does like Frogger, but with dragons? The only thing I can remember about Spyro was skateboarding. <laughs> That's Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, it's not. The only thing I can remember about Tony Hawk was punchy pits. Yeah, there were punchy pits. Which is a war crime, and why were they in there? I don't know. What a mystery. Anyway, we've probably rambled it up. Have we? uh, I'll just do a little bit of trivia. Go, go hard. I didn't have much trivia. um, Because literally, like, 90% of the trivia for the recent movie is just like, and this is a reference to this, and this is a reference to this, and they put this in here, and it was like, I really don't care. Um, so for the other one, um, most of the fun stuff that I found was how much everyone hated working on it. So I have a bunch of quotes from people who worked on it. Nice. And by people who worked on the movie, I mean Dennis Hopper and Bob Hoskins. Um, Dennis Hopper says, it was a nightmare. Very honestly, that movie. 
It was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks and I was there for 17. It was so over budget. Um, and then he <laughs> said, my six-year-old son at the time, he's now 18, he said, Dad, I think you're probably a pretty good actor, but why did you play that terrible guy King Koopa in Super Mario Bros? And I said, well, Henry, I did that so that you could have shoes. And he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. <laughs> Um, Bob Hoskins said about the film, it was a fucking nightmare. The whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. After so many weeks, their own agent told them to get off the set. Fucking nightmare, fucking idiots. <laughs> um, he also didn't know that the film was based on a video game until his son asked him what he was working on. And when he told him, he was like, oh, and he showed him the, the game on his, his Nintendo ent- entertainment system. Um... But also, like, there seems to have been, like, a whole lot of injuries on set. So Bob Hoskins alone was, uh, he broke his finger, he was stabbed four times, electrocuted, and nearly drowned. John Leguizamo was hit by a car. Was there even water in that movie? They're plumbers. Oh, they They, are like, they go, like, into a sewer and try to stop a crazy leak from the other plumber guys who, who want to destroy the excavation site. When they get to the other world, there's no water. And that's why, I guess, that's why plumbers are outlawed for some reason. It makes no sense. Why are these about plumbers? Okay, anyway, sorry. I'm getting away from myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so, bizarre. Um, the other things I had were about the Yoshi puppet. So it's basically, it looks like a little mini Jurassic like... Park philosopher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was capable of making... Uh, oh, so first of all, there were four versions of the, the puppet built. So there was a stand-in, a wireless model, a half puppet just to use the tongue, and then a fully functional model. So the fully functional model um, had 70 cables, and uh, it could make 64 separate movements due to having 200 feet of cable crammed inside a three-foot-tall structure. And it uh, needed nine puppeteers to operate it. And the Yoshi puppet cost the movie $500,000. Yoshi! Yoshi! <laughs> and the other thing that I thought was funny <laughs> was that they considered Tom Hanks for the role of Luigi, but they thought that he would he was not enough of a box office draw for them to, for him to be worth their budget because he would make the movie be a flop. Wow. So they thought... I've forgotten there was a time that you couldn't just get Tom Hanks to fix everything. <laughs> they were like, Tom Hanks, oh, I don't know, he's... He might make our movie worse. People won't come see it if Tom Hanks is in it. <laughs> Just sorry. Let's put John like we Samo instead. Have you seen The Pest? No. Oh my god, we have to watch that movie. I've only heard of it through My Brother, My Brother and Me. We have to watch that movie. Okay. I'm not saying today, I'm not saying tomorrow, but it's sometime in the near future because you just be like, how did he get employment after this movie? I think I saw, like, the opening scene of it or something. Was he in the shower? Like, I would probably need to look at it again and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. But I think it was literally, it was referenced in an episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me. Um, And it was bizarre. Um, So the budget of the 1993 movie was $48 million, which is ridiculous for what they got. And the box office was $20 million. So less than half. Uh, we've already gone over budget and box office of the other one. Yeah. So, that's not great. No. <laughs> and everyone hated working on it. The directors also hated Bob Hoskins. Oh, oh no, not Bob Hoskins. Um, Dennis Hopper. They thought he was a nightmare to work with. Sounds um, like they were just a nightmare. Yeah, it does sound like they were a nightmare. Bizarre. Absolutely um, bizarre. Go play video games, folks. That's all I have to say. I'm done with this. I'm done with <laughs> these movies. I'll never watch them. Again, under torture or death. I do think, I think um, at this point, John Leguizamo is probably the actor we've, we've seen the most movies of for this podcast. And you haven't even watched John Wick yet. <laughs> yet, being the operative word. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we've done uh, this movie and Romeo plus Juliet and... Um, Two walls to the place where everything's really no more. 
I feel like John John Leguizamo like keeps popping up. I don't know. Maybe there's no. I haven't done the math. I don't know if there's another actor who's in a whole lot of movies that we've watched that I just haven't thought of. I just feel like we're always talking about John Leguizamo. Not that that's a bad thing. He's great in those movies. <laughs> Is he? Is I anybody good in any of these movies? So I feel like they just told him to act like very naive, and he took it to the extreme. Because <laughs> Luigi just believes anything, doesn't understand whatever's going on. Like I <laughs> don't understand whatever's going on. Uh, no one in that movie understands what's going on. It's bizarre. Why was he elected? I don't know. Why did he turn... Well, how did how was there an even election process when they previously had a king? So they had a royal family, and then the princess goes missing and the king is turned into a fungus, and they're like, hmm, let's become a democracy and elect was, the guy who did this. He was a general. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be a dictator, right? Because there's like the, you know, it's a that's, how, to... that's normally how dictators happen. You have a monarchy... Replaced with a coup, so yeah. a military coup takes over, and then the whoever the general was in charge of the army is the one that's in charge of the. Yeah, so that's probably what happened. Except there's all the posters saying to vote for him. Vote for him and what? Is it just the illusion of of democracy? Must be. That he like runs with no opponent or something, and they all vote for him. He's like, "Well, you vote him." Yes, like the Kim family and Putin and. Yeah. All well, the other I think Putin, tyrants. they just don't have elections. Is that what's happening? No, they have elections, but the person who <laughs> is on the op- opposition somehow dies of poisoning. Or ends up in prison, which is what they're doing at the moment. That's what Navalny is about, the documentary. Yeah. Because um, Navalny is a guy who... But he survived getting poisoned. Yeah, he did, that's true. He, they did poison him and he survived getting poisoned. And now, like they've, Lenin... now they've imprisoned him. And because he now has a criminal record, even though like he's just been imprisoned because they wanted to do it. Uh, he can't run. Look, I think Lenin got elected and he wasn't even in Russia. Don't go back. Like He is a very passionate guy, Navalny. You should watch the documentary on him. It's very good. Um, but he very much is a of the people, by the people kind of guy and he didn't want to leave the people behind. Well, now he's in prison. So he waited until he was recovered and then he went back. Wait, Mandela was elected in prison? Yeah, or but... Or did he die in prison? Which dimension are you from? <laughs> but Navalny, but in Russia it is illegal, or they, they cannot run for presidency if they have a criminal record. Seems convenient. You control yeah, the that's prison literally, system. That's literally the point. Ah. Is that Putin is just either killing or, or imprisoning his opponents so that he doesn't have anyone to run against him. No, he's going to lose the war anyway. Um, thank you for all listening. You can find us on places I don't remember all the spiel you do I don't know <laughs> I thought you, you were going to I thought you were going to do it that time no uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at it takes two underscore pod Facebook and Tumblr at it takes two pod uh, on YouTube at it takes two NZ and our website is it takes two dot co dot NZ we also have a discord server there's links on our website and on our Twitter bio and also in the notes of this episode Thank you for being a brother. All I can think of. A Super Mario brother. It just popped back in my head what you said when we were watching the movie, and I still think we should title the episode that, which was, Hey, I'm plumbing here. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.